The battle of wizards and warriors continues with iron swords. The evil wizard Malkil will take the shape of the earth, wind, water, and fire. Farewell! The fate of the world is in your hands! You're listening to the Piercing Wizard Podcast, and I'm your host, Ryan Willette. I'm a professional body piercer with 20 years experience, I travel around the world teaching technique and safety classes, and I'm a member of the Association of Professional Piercers. Listen in as I talk to my friends and colleagues about our industry so we can all stay sharp. Hi everybody, how you doing? And thanks for coming back to another episode. Uh, This week I am going to give you an interview with Royce Green. Royce was one of the legacy scholars at conference this year, and this will pretty much wrap up my conference content. Uh, We didn't get a chance to record in Las Vegas, so we recorded on Zoom uh, a little bit after we got home, but it was nice to catch up with Royce, give you a little bit more of that volunteer perspective, that scholar perspective, and I always want to keep people motivated and inspired to apply for these scholarships. Uh, I've been doing the the scholarship uh, committee or or whatever you want to call it for I think close to 10 years now. Uh, I've seen it really like change people's lives, change people's careers. uh, And and all you have to do is apply and and put in the work to to make a good application and and you can get there and uh, that can be a great opportunity for you. So I really want to talk to, uh, to Royce, catch up a little bit after conference. If you're not already following Royce on Instagram and on TikTok, really give him a follow. It's, it's fantastic content. I love it. I have some new content for you uh, available at patreon.com slash RyanPBA. I made a new video about VCH piercings. That's up right now. Uh, I do a, a VCH from the top down into a receiving tube, and I talk about a lot of helpful tips and tricks about how to make um, jewelry installation really easy. Uh, and th- this is a, a scenario where the client moved a, a good amount, had that kind of flinch response right when I did it. So I show you in the video how I recover from that. Uh, sometimes when, when piercers are kind of newer to genital piercings, stuff like that can be really intimidating. What happens if someone moves? What happens if someone flinches? You know, what do I do in that scenario? And, uh, you know, a sensitive area. So I, I show how I recovered from it. I showed my communication with the client during the piercing procedure. So you might find it helpful. Uh, if you want to check that out, it's at patreon.com slash Ryan PBA on the $15 a month Archmage tier. Uh, I do have those two classes available for registration right now too. Sunday, August 14th, you can come to my Bevel Theory webinar and workshop online, uh, open to professional piercers of all experience levels, wherever you are in the world. If you want to come to that webinar, you can go ahead and get yourself signed up. And then I'll be doing a, a live day of classes and workshops in the Chicago area on Monday, September 5th. Uh, I'm going to be talking about needle bending, needle crushing modification, however you want to call that. I'll be doing the open techniques kind of uh, learning where we can I can I can just show you, hey, how do you mark this symmetrically? How do you do this piercing with client body positioning or with or without a tool or whatever? So uh, that's really what the day is going to be about. And I, I get a lot of requests about um, tips on how to sell jewelry, how to interact with clients, maybe bring in those higher ticket sales. So I am also going to be doing my live ethical sales strategies class. And that one can be really helpful to, to piercers too. So I'd love to see you at either of those classes. Go ahead and get yourself signed up. 
I've got some more content coming for you. Uh, next week, I think, will be the uh, the interview with Brian Skelly. That's going to be a really good one. Uh, Brian is a, a world-leading expert on body jewelry material. We talk about how to understand mill certificates. We talk about the APP's new jewelry certification program, kind of a part two to the conversation I started with uh, Pablo last week. So come back for that one. It's a really good conversation with a, a really smart expert. So uh, I'm going to have that. I'm going to have uh, some content that I'm going to plan on recording when I'm in Brazil in a couple of weeks and, you know, just keep it going for you. So stick around through the interview and I'll be back a little bit more at the end. Hey y'all, what's up? My name is Royce Green. You can find me on Rolls Royce 09 on Instagram. So you were one of the scholars for the, the 2022 uh, APP conference, and it seems like you had a fun week. It seems like everybody had good things to say about you. So mm-hmm. I wanted to, I really wanted to talk to you at conference, but you had a crazy week. I had a crazy week, so uh, it, we couldn't make it work, but um, I know. what was your experience like? And I, I know that that's probably a really simple question for a long answer, but what was your week like? Oh, wow. I mean, how much time do you have? (laughs) Um, It was honestly like it was overall great experience. Great Mm. experience. Like I was really I mean, yeah, I was really busy throughout the whole week. But, you know, at my shop, I'm I'm a piercer and I'm also the shop manager. So I'm kind of used to, you know, running around like a chicken with his head cut off. Mm. So it was nothing to me. But it was all it was a great experience, like from start to finish, you know. Uh, doing, um, you know, working with the other volunteers and then the other scholars, um, taking all the classes, um, meeting some, meeting some great people, um, people that I've been dying to meet throughout the years. So I, it, it was, I was beside myself the whole week. It was really good. So, um, I, I usually get a sense that the scholars form their own little communal family friend circle kind of thing. Um, and it seems like some of the pictures you were posting or some of the pictures I saw you in later on in the week kind of like confirmed my my suspicions. So is there anyone that you'd want to like call out by name? Is there anyone that you kind of made a connection with that you maybe didn't know before conference? Um, as far as like other, like fellow scholars, you mean? Other scholars or just other people that you met at conference? Uh, yeah, yeah. Honestly, honestly, all the scholars like, as a whole, we all like clicked like immediately. Yeah, it it, it was crazy how that happened. Um, I you know I, I was expecting that, but you know I came in with an open mind, you know. But we from the moment we all met, we all clicked. You know, shout out to Sev, shout out to Fatima, shout out to Noel, Aiko, literally all of them. Hashtag Team and Bitch. Whoop. <laughs> they know what um, I'm talking about. They know what's up. <laughs> Uh, I, I like that you have a, a team name. Yes, yes. That um, long story on how that name came about, but yeah, it was we. It, it, it was great. We we all definitely became a family. Like when it was all over, we were like, "No, I don't want to leave." Well, that's some of the the good stuff about conference because you get people from all over the country, all over the world. A lot of international scholars this year, and it's nice to be able to just mm-hmm. kind of throw them all together. You get such like different personalities, but for some reason it just kind of like works. Like people just kind of like click in scenarios like that because I think they realize that like 
they all have this connection, um, you know, wanting to learn more and grow and all that stuff. And just throwing them all together seems like it's a pretty special experience. Yes, I agree. And and that's another thing It's crazy. Like, you know, we're all from like all over, like some of us in the States, some of us, you know, across the pond internationally. And it, it was, it was really, it was really cool to see all of us come together and we all had so much more in common than I ever thought. Um, but it was, it was great that we all got to come together and we had this one thing in common. Like it was great. That's awesome. So to kind of like step it back a little bit, uh, the, the scholarship process is, you know, it's not like a quick little five minute thing. Like it takes some time, it takes some dedication, it takes a little bit of work. And, um, you know, you, you, you got a scholarship. So obviously you put in that work. So like what kind of drove you towards the scholarship and what like drove you towards wanting to go to the APP conference? Honestly, it was, it was a lot, you know, when I first got started in, um, in this whole industry, I was, you know, I was doing my homework. I was looking up like different stuff on the internet on like how people got started and all that and how to, you know, move up pretty much. And one and the main thing that came up was the whole APP family, you know, and then I heard about the conference and I looked up stuff on that and there was like a whole video on that and I was like, yeah, I've I've got to go to this. So since the moment I started, I had like that main goal, and then I found out that they did scholarships with people like that were kind of you know struggling. And um, the whole process. So I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to work my butt off and try to get this scholarship and I'm going to go. And I kept that goal in and I just kept my eye on the prize and uh, I was able to go. I, I, I really like to share stories from scholars because I know that there are going to be piercers out there in the world where they kind of feel like, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not good enough. You know, I'm not the, the right kind of person for conference or whatever. I don't know anybody. How would I, how would I make it work and all that? And I always want to like tell people like everybody starts out that way. Like very few people start out in studios where they have like 10 other piercers with tons of experience and they're all willing to share and hang out and shadow and blah, 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 you know? And a lot of people are just kind of like, they want to get better, but they don't really have like access right in their studio or right in their city or something like that. So getting out to the APP conference made a huge impact on my career. And I've seen it make a huge impact on a lot of other scholars and everybody just has Mm -hmm. to kind of like take the chance and either like register for conference and find a way to get there or, you know, put in the work and apply for a scholarship and, and try to get there that way and everything. And I think it's just awesome every year seeing that first crop of, of people who have never been there before and then realizing that it's like, yeah, this, this conference is exactly for you and, and for right. whoever wants to make it there. Mm-hmm. Agree. I agree. So how did you, how did you get into piercing? Was it something where you were just like a fan of, of piercing and then you, you, you got a shot in a, in a, in a studio or like, how did it happen for you? Uh, well, I always, I always, was a fan of Pearson. Like, you know, back in the day, I always loved Pearson's. I loved how they looked. I loved the whole artistry of it. Um, never thinking that I would ever take it on as a career for a while, actually. But it started, the owner of the shop that I work at right now, uh, Shane, he, um, I've known him for years. Like, he did a few of my tattoos, like, I want to say back in 2013, 2014. Mm-hmm. And we kept in touch throughout the years. 
Um, and he ended up being a regular at um, this restaurant I worked at. You know, he would come in all the time. He would bring in his family to eat and stuff. So we, we would talk and stuff then. And so one day I saw that he was looking for somebody to work the counter. And I was like, huh, that'd be a cool job. But I didn't say anything right away. And so fast forward to like a few months later, I was talking to him um, at, my, at, at the restaurant I was working at. And I just asked him, I'm like, are you looking for somebody still to work the front counter at the shop? And he was like, actually, um, I am. <laughs> the, ironically, the, the person that was working there, I guess that was their last day, was the day that I asked about it. So it was perfect. So um, he gave me all the details and stuff. And then I started working there. And then he asked me about, you know, do you know how to draw? Would, would you like to do tattooing? And I'm just like, uh, no, I cannot draw. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> all I can draw is stick figures. And that's even a struggle. But um, then he was like, oh, well, how about Pearson? And I'm like, hmm, this could be interesting. I do enjoy Pearson. I think I'll enjoy that very much. So, yeah, sign me up for that. So a year into working um, at the shop is when I started uh, my apprenticeship as Pearson. With with apprenticeships, um, I feel like they can they can be kind of a, like a mixed bag. Like I never got an apprenticeship and that really slowed me down for like years and years. You know, I, I didn't really have like a, a great start with Pearson. Um, mm -hmm. So with like going through an apprenticeship and like being in a studio and then, you know, applying for a scholarship and all that, was your was your studio like supportive of it? Like, did they kind of like already know what the APP was? Or were they excited for the opportunity for you? Yes, they were very um, they were very supportive of me um, of me going and having this whole experience, uh, especially especially the owner. You know, I was telling him that you know I really would love to do this, and I was talking to him about it, and he was really he was all he was all for it. You know, um, he knew that I would be able to learn a lot of stuff that would help me in my career uh, working there. And, you know, they, they helped me out any way they could. So they were, they were very supportive. That's cool. I think a lot of times with, uh, with scholars, like, I don't want to like speak for Caitlin or anybody else, but it, it seems like a lot of the scholars get opportunities to come back as like volunteers and things like that in the future. Um, mm -hmm. Do you see yourself like going back to conference someday? Definitely. I would definitely love to come back. The yes box is definitely checked. Um, <laughs> and I, and I really enjoyed volunteering. So Hopefully I get invited back to do that too. Yeah. It, it seems like you're um, a really good fit with like the, the, the overall kind of like feel. Um, I really liked like your energy and, and seeing that people were like still having fun. You know, it's like, it's a lot of work being there. And I think if you go into the work week and you're just like, that's all it is, is just, it's a work week. Uh, it's not a right. great experience. So if you can go into it and like have fun and like, make friends and stuff like that. And you were always like a smiling person to, to bump into in the hallways and stuff. So I, I appreciated having you there. Oh, of course. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. I, I, I really enjoyed it. It wasn't even, and like you said, it wasn't even like work for me. And you know, once you, if you, if you do go into that thinking, Oh, now I got to work. Yeah. You're not going to have a good time, but honestly, I was just having, I was having a ball. I enjoyed like, you know, signing people in and doing everything that I was doing. Like, like, honestly, honestly, I had a blast like that whole time. So, uh, you know, being there as a scholar, you get to take some classes, too. Was there anything that you liked in particular? Because a, a couple of the classes this year were, were really good. And I actually had a really mm -hmm. good time just kind of like taking classes and, and, and learning some new stuff. So 
what kind of clicked for you for uh, different classes? It was like every class I went into, it was like the more you know, like went over my head. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed, you know, the class you the class you taught. I really enjoyed that. It really helped me. It opened my eyes with a lot of stuff that I can work on, you know, in the Pearson room, how to like was setting up and, you know, breaking down some habits that I need to stop, you know, and some habits that I can pick up and all that. So that, that helps out a lot. Um, that's, that's like mostly stuff that mostly stuff that I learned like the hard way, you know, like there were, there were plenty of times where I was like teaching that class where somebody would be like, have you ever thought about doing this? And it's like, huh? Yeah. And then like, I go home and then like, I start doing that. Right. Right. And I'm, I'm so glad that there was actually a class like this because I last, last thing I need is like, you know, really mess up and someone's in there. Like, you know, if I have like another mentor or something like that, they're like, Whoa, what are you doing? Like, so yeah, it, but it, I mean, was, like, there's there's always kind of like everybody can get a little bit better with everything. And I, I think it's important to not like freak out about some of the little stuff, you know, like the, the big stuff, the big important stuff. I think that most piercers are going to have that down, you know, sterilized needle, sterilized jewelry, basic cross contamination, all that stuff. All the other stuff. It's right. like, yeah, like the little things can can help. But I, I you know, I, I don't want anybody to like beat themselves up over like small stuff. Every, everything in that class was definitely eye-opening and I got getting back to the shop I'm like I do exactly I'm like oh this helps out this helps out let me do this um I also took a navel piercing class yep which I which I really which I really enjoyed you know with marking and stuff I I really enjoyed that because it really helped me like with like you know marking my piercings and all that and just really kind of getting down to the nitty gritty with navel piercings and how to check and make sure that people have the right anatomy and mm-hmm. all the stuff like that. Um, it really, that really helped me out as well because the moment I got back to work, like navel piercings is like the, the main, the main thing this summer. So yeah. I was able to be like, okay, I got this. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Like I, I really like um, coming home from conference with like a, a trick or something like that first, that first full day back piercing is always really fun for me because it's like, Oh, I'm going to try this and I'm going to try this, you know, safe. I'm not like, you know, reinventing the wheel or anything like that, but I always like um, bringing home those conference tricks. Yes. Yes. I I definitely had a field day with that. And, you know, like you, I didn't like, I didn't go crazy, but just like I came back in, I'm like, Oh, I have all this knowledge. I'm going to slowly put this into use. Yeah. That's awesome. Any other like uh, classes or instructors that that jumped out at you? Yes, definitely uh, Brian Skelly. I took his bubble theory class too. Yeah, he's awesome. Yes, I um I've I've really been dying to meet him too, and it was it was so cool to like you know meet him. He is such a stand up guy. Yeah. Um, and it was cool to you know see like how his class works and all that. You know, with a big pool noodle. Did you see that? Yeah, I've seen that. It's like it's really interesting because um. You know, you can have videos and diagrams all day, but just like having a prop like that, that's it's just so clear when you when you describe it that way. I really like the way he does it. Yes, yes. I I enjoyed that a lot. And it was cool to see, like, you know, uh, the technical side of my double theory because I took in like hands on stuff, you know, mm-hmm. with your class and all that. And just doing that, like hands on and like practicing with the banana, what have you. And then to yeah. see the technical side of it, it um, it helped me understand even more. Mm-hmm. And um, and so like 
So my goal is to, you know, put that into you soon too. So I yeah. enjoyed that. I actually have a funny story about that pool noodle. Oh God. <laughs> funny story. This was, this was crazy. This was crazy real quick. So I'm on my way home from, um, from Vegas. I'm at, I'm at the gate and I'm sitting there. Um, I'm, we're about to board in like a few. I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I look across from me and I see that pool noodle. And I'm like, that looks familiar. And then so all of a sudden I hear, hey, Royce, what's up? And I look and I'm like, hey, Brian was actually on my flight. So wait, so Brian just travels around with a giant pool noodle? Uh, apparently, I, I, I just learned this. <laughs> That's awesome. But, um, but what he ended up doing, he took the pool noodle and he gave it to me. Oh, and I was like, oh, thank you. And he was like, he was like, hopefully that's a great souvenir for you. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And we took a selfie <laughs> when we landed. So I have that pool noodle at home. <laughs> so uh, that, that's, a, that's a much more wholesome mascot than the previous conference mascot. As a scholar, did you hear any sort of tales of the fist? Uh, I don't think I heard that. No. Yeah. I think you would definitely remember if you did. There was basically like uh, a rubber fist sex toy that was like the conference mascot oh for years. Uh -uh. And it was, <laughs> it was like transferred from one attendee to the other. And they would be like the bearer of the fist for the year until the next conference. And it, it, it got its way around. Oh, wow. Not the fist. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine how that went. That is funny. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I think like a, a pool noodle is much more wholesome. Yeah, definitely. Definitely more wholesome than a little sex fist running around. <laughs> <laughs> I would have had fun with that. I was using it as a microphone. I believe in you and me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it got eventually donated to the body piercing archive. So I think Paul King might actually be the, the permanent bearer of the fist now. Oh, OK. Okay, that, that makes sense. I, I can see him having that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what about Expo? Did you like, did you get to check out any new jewelry vendors that you hadn't seen before? I, I got to get a couple of like things from my shop and a couple of like gifts from my staff that I, that I wouldn't have been able to get otherwise. So like, what did you think of conference? I mean, of uh, what did you think of Expo? Expo, that was like a whole nother world, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> you have conference and then you have the Expo. And... And, you know, I didn't like I knew it was going to be there and all that, but I didn't really think too much of it. So I'm like working the door. It was actually one of the first jobs I had. Mm -hmm. And I'm like kind of peeping in and I'm looking and I'm like, huh, OK. So when I actually had some time, I walked in. It was like I was a kid in the candy store. I was like, yo, all these vendors like I've never heard of. And like I loved like. I loved like everybody's like different stations, like the different spin on stuff. They all had like different themes and yeah. stuff. And the jewelry was like amazing. And I, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. I was able to walk around a little bit, not as much as I could cause I was just like so busy, but I was able to kind of take a little, take a little peek around. And I, I, I really enjoyed the expo. Like when I go back next year, I'm gonna be like, I want that, that, and that, and that, and that. Right. Expo is like really dangerous as a body piercer. I mean, sometimes you go and you're like, I have this budget for my shop or whatever. 
But I think mm-hmm. it gets really dangerous when like you start looking at stuff and being like, oh, I would I would love that. I'd like to wear that. Then it's like you should just run away at that point and light your credit card on fire. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can't tell you how many times like people would walk out because I'm like, oh, you're all done. They walk out. They're like, oh, my God, I spent so much. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's like definitely something to be cautious about, like. Don't, I mean, totally worth it because like some of that stuff you can really only get at conference and um, right. I really like to see like all the the display vendors and like I really liked um, the jewelry this way booth was really cool with like the, the 80s yes. theme and everything. Yes, I think that was my favorite. And then I saw like when, you know, when they have the um, when they're packaging up your stuff, it was like an yeah. old little tape player, yeah. a little tape cassette thing. I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. Yeah. I would have never thought of that. I, I was here for that. It's good that people like put a little bit of their personality into it because um, have you ever been to like a tattoo convention? I have not. They, they, you know, they'll have vendors, but everybody kind of seems like it's the same style. You know, it's like tattoo expo vendor and it's all, everybody's kind of like presenting their stuff the same way. But at like the APP expo, um, everybody really wants to like bring their own personality, like, you know, pupil hall and juniper and mm-hmm. Oracle, like all had like their own like flavor. And it was just really cool to see it all live. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was like use every, like, I'm, I'm glad everyone kind of did their own thing with that. It's like you step into each a vendor and it's like a whole new world. Right. A whole new world. Okay. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, is there any sort of like advice you would give somebody listening if like they're they're intimidated to to apply for the scholarship or you know your your video was was really great to show off your personality um, and I think that that was I mean obviously you're like you're deserving as like a, a a professional piercer also but you know there's always that X factor of seeing someone's personality and getting a, a good sense of like how they'll they'll fit in uh, for the week so any advice that you'd share with somebody? Um. Best thing I can say is, you know, don't, don't be scared. You know, it's, you know, everybody's here for you, you know, like that's, that's, I feel like that's what everybody wants to see. They want to see you. They want to see how you would, how you would bring, what you would bring to the table for this whole situation. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, with me, I was like, of course I was nervous, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to be me and, you know, hopefully they like it and, you know, it went through i could basically just i would just say you know just work no one should work harder than you you know what i mean yeah uh, do your research you know reach out to people that you might be scared to reach out to you know because they might be really cool and like they'll help you out any way you can and mm-hmm. just as long as you keep your eye on the prize you know it's a wrap uh and, you know, I think it's it's funny if you say, like, you know, going into the week, you're, uh, you know, a little nervous or something, because I remember by the, by the closing party, I was just walking around and then like I looked oh, over I and there was just a, gr- <laughs> there was just a group of say. people dancing and you're like booty popping. And I just thought it was like the most amazing thing because you had this crowd around you watching you dance and everybody was just having such a good time. And um, yes. it was just really nice to to know that, like the volunteers like in the scholars, you know, they all found their people and they all had a great time together. Yes. Yes. And I, <laughs> I did look over and I saw you recorded this. I was like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yes. But yes, I agree with you. It was, um, 
it was definitely that was a lot of fun. It was definitely good to see like you know everybody let loose and you know have a good time because that was like I guess when everybody is more relaxed and stuff, so they can go out you know and do their own thing. Like me, I love to dance, as you can see. <laughs> um, so it was so it it was it was very freeing for me in that moment too. Well, I, I think you you um you lucked out with what year you were a scholar. Um, because like some, some past years, like the closing party, the one in 2019 before the pandemic was, was pretty fun too. That was kind of like a, a dance kind of vibe, but before that they were kind of stuffy, you know, they were more like banquets and stuff and they weren't quite as fun. And this year was definitely the, the most fun I've, I've had at a closing party that I can remember. So you, you had a, a good year to be there. Oh yeah, that's great. That's great. I, I think I thought it was going to be like that too, like more of a, like a, you know, uh, um, banquet style, you know. But once I got up there and I saw this, I was like, oh, this is a party. Okay. <laughs> that DJ was great too. Yes, yes, he was. He was. That little that little trick he played on us. Were you there when he did that? What you are you talking about the reading rainbow thing? No, not the not the reading rainbow thing. That was cool too. But when um like at the very end, you know, you know, when they ended, they're like, okay, everybody's going. And we're like, no, we want to hear one more song. And so he starts playing the turn down for what? Uh-huh. And he's like, he's like hyping us up. You know, it's like, you know how it starts off the wild and on and everybody shot shots. And so we're all getting it. And then we stop. Turned down for what? And we're like, he starts playing George Michael Careless Careless Whisper. So we're all like, what? The wrap it up, the wrap it up music. Yeah, yeah, the wrap it up music. He, yeah. he he did end up playing it for real for us like after that, but it, that that was definitely funny. But he was yeah, he was definitely he was definitely on point. Yeah, I had a really good night. Um as as far as like, you know, the the work side of it, um did how how tough was it? Because like, you know, I've I've seen volunteers, I've seen, you know, it's long hours and you have a lot of stuff to do and a lot of places to be, but uh mm-hmm. what was the what was the work side of it like for you? Um, it wasn't, it was definitely like, you know, very like busy, busy at times. And, um, but it wasn't, it wasn't all bad overall. I think one of the like challenging moments was, you know, like when you're in front of, when you're about to start a class and, you know, you're working the class and you got to sign everybody in, mm-hmm. um, sometimes like, sometimes like you know, the iPad wouldn't like, wouldn't catch in one's thing properly and you got this yeah. long line. So like, you know, you have to call for reinforcements, they get an iPad, so you have to be like, ding, 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 get everybody in because class is like about to start in like two minutes, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, working, you know, working the expo, you know, making sure like everyone has what they have, what they're supposed to have, you know, and, um, you know, having to stay like, cause you know, we have after when class is over, we have to stay, you know, make sure everyone like gets out and we're and the room is like prepared for the next class if they have one, you know, running around, like trying to make sure like everything is clean and on point. And, you know, you have stragglers that like to stay, you know, talk and you have to kind of be like, okay, can you do it outside? I gotta make sure everything is good, you know. I, I'm uh, um, pretty guilty of that, like rambling to people at, at the end of classes too. 
Yeah, it's um, you know, it's it's. I feel like it's inevitable. You know, after class, you know, everybody wants to. Because I, I I was I, I was doing it too. Like I just looked out that like I was working the classes and I would stay. You know, great class. You know, talk like take pictures and all that. Um, but it was it was it was pretty. Like you you were pretty you were pretty much busy the whole time. But it wasn't like at least for me it wasn't like stressful busy. Like the thing with me is when like stuff gets like that, I know that I have a strategy, you know, just stay calm, you know, Mm -hmm. just, just stick with your whole cycle. You know, every person like has a cycle of how things work with them, how they work better, you know, stick to that and don't go against that. And, um, I, I guess that'd be something else like for like future people that are worried about like, you know, the work inside of it, like, Oh my God, is this going to be too much? Am I going to be able to do this? There is, there is, a spot for everybody, whether you like, whether you're like shy around people or you're like, you know, I'm doing this, you're like doing this. Um, just stick to your, like, you know, your cycle of how you work with stuff and don't go against that. Cause once you go against that, that's when, you know, you might get a little overwhelmed, but right. it overall, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. I mean, that's a good way to share it. Sometimes I don't, I don't think about how it might be a little bit, um, tricky to fill out the the team dynamics, you know, because that's exactly what it is. It's not like it's just you or just one other person. It's like, you know, a little, little group of people. And, right. um, you know, there'll be people doing merch and people helping check people in people doing other like runner stuff and all that stuff. And uh, it, it's nice that people get to kind of like find their strengths and not have to go against it. I'm like super awkward around people. Like I like teaching at the front of a class, but if I had to just like mm-hmm. talk to strangers, sometimes I'd, I'd feel pretty weird and awkward so um it's good that people can kind of like find their own groove with their volunteering yeah yeah definitely absolutely um and i know i know for me like a lot of people may find this hard to believe but i can get a little awkward myself yeah. with people and like i guess it's just me like just kind of getting nervous and all that mm. but um but it's just you know it's just it's it's one of those things where you know everybody everyone is probably thinking the same thing you're thinking yeah. You know, is um so it's not yeah, it's not bad. So um did you end up getting paired up with someone as a roommate? Um not this year. I was able to get a room to myself. Whoa, fancy. Yeah, um yeah, I was able to yeah, I know this year we were able to, you know, either room with somebody or you know, have the option of um having a room to ourselves. So, um, I saw that and I was like, yeah, uh, I was like, yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. But, um, because, and like, I was kind of worried at first cause I'm like, I know they usually have the people room together and you know, that's how people become friends and all that stuff. But I'm like, you know, we're going to be around each other a lot anyways. And you know, it's still, it still happened. I'm still pretty close to most of the guys there. So yeah, I had, I, I was able to get a room to myself and, um, First of all, the hotel was nice, so nice, and I, I love the view and everything. So yeah, we've uh, we've also had some kind of like less nice hotels in the past for for conferences. We were at the the Tropicana before, and um, uh, it wasn't terrible, but it felt more like a motel or like an older style Vegas hotel. You know, we were at the Riviera. Uh, the Riviera yeah. Hotel, like everything was just covered in cigarette smoke and just like oh, it God. felt grimy. Oh God. Uh, this hotel yeah. was pretty cool. I would definitely <laughs> want, want a room by myself too. Like, um, 
if I'm staying with someone, you know, like I stayed with Lola, obviously this year. So that was awesome. But like, right. if I got paired up with someone that I didn't know very well, like I get really awkward when I get paired up with someone as a roommate. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Solo room is definitely what I would have picked too. Yeah. It's like, it's like you get awkward and it's like, you know, like in your room, it's like, that's kind of like your personal, like, you know, your personal time. Right. And it's yeah. like, it's like, I, I don't really know this person. So I'm kind of like, eh, you know, nobody I mean, wants to great. have to take a dump around a stranger. Exactly. Yo, exactly. Exactly. I was trying to find a nice way to say that. No, no, I get it. I get it. Have that exactly. awkward, like, you know, you shouldn't go in there for like 15 or 20 minutes. Yes, that is so okay. Yeah, that's so awkward when they come in right after you. No, I'm not having it. So um, you had the the volunteer dinner at the end of the week. And normally, like, you would all go out to a, a buffet, but like most of the buffets mm-hmm. are closed in Vegas this year. So how was the how was the oh. volunteer dinner for you at the end of the week? Um, That was actually it was really cool. Um, Yeah, we had yeah, we had it at this little restaurant. Um this little restaurant that was in the hotel yeah and um you know it was just pretty much like you know the last supper um right. we all just we all just kind of ate and you know talked and kikied and whatever and um that was also like very emotional for us too mm-hmm. it was like you know we all like most of us kind of gave like our little speeches of like how everything meant to us and how important it was for us and how we got here and that was that was honestly like that was mind blowing for me. By the time it got to me, I was all cried out, so I was good. <laughs> but um, but it was just it was just crazy to know because it goes goes back to what I said earlier, like how we're all like from like we're all from different parts of the world, but we had this one thing in common, you know, getting here and you know feeling like kind of having that doubt, like do I belong here? But you know, we get here and we're like yeah, this is, this is our spot. This is what we're, this is what we're supposed to do. And um, it was great to hear, you know, everybody's stories and all of that. It was, it was definitely a great, it was definitely a great time. That's awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. It it seems like, uh, you know, people bring home knowledge and jewelry and whatever else, but, you know, they bring home a lot of friendships as as corny as it, it is to say that, like, that's always one of the best parts of, of conferences, like meeting people, knowing that you're not like alone with what you're doing and then, you know, having that enthusiasm or that desire to maybe go back and reconnect with those people or, or, you know, all that stuff's great. And it's great that they encourage people sharing like their thoughts and feelings on it. And it's not just like a stuffy, we're here to work. We're here to learn. Like, it's like, yeah, you you also want to socialize and you want to make those friendships and connections and like do it in an honest way where you can kind of share the, the, the feelings and emotions that go along with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It it was, it it was great to like be vulnerable for a second. (laughs) Any sort of like, um, thoughts for like goals throughout the year? Did you link up with anybody where you might want to go in and shadow them at work or, or just have like a piercer meetup or just like a friendly kind of hangout with anybody over the course of the year? Yeah. I, um, yeah, I had a talk with uh, a few people, you know, that I talked to, they're like, yeah, you can come and like shadow and like learn some stuff. I'm like, yeah, it'd be really cool. I would love to travel here and, you know, do that. And, you know, take, take any kind of knowledge I could. I talked to Baron a little bit and, you know, mm-hmm. he works at Born This Way in um, Knoxville. 
Um, he told me I'm welcome to come there. I would love to come there. I've been to Tennessee, but not that part. So I, I think that'd be really cool. And after seeing that whole setup at um, Expo, I definitely want to go. You know. <laughs> yeah, I want to see it too. Uh, That's one of those shops where I want to kind of, I want to check it out in person. I also talked to um, his, his name is Colin. He works at, um, he works in Seattle. And I yeah, yeah, it's Colin. Me and him talked and we connected a little bit. And he, he, he said, I'm always welcome to come shadow him at his shop. So I think that's great. I've been to Seattle like years ago and I loved it. So I would love to go back that's and cool. um, see how it's changed throughout the years. Um, and yeah, and then of course, there are some places here where I live in Atlanta that, um, that I would love to shadow and all that. So yeah, hopefully I could do like a little, a little tour soon and, you know, shadow at yeah. some cool places. There's a lot of really cool shops around Atlanta too. Um, was there anybody that you met that was like, sometimes you get those scenarios where it's like, Oh shit, you're like right down the street from me. I didn't even know you before. Did any sort of connections like that with the Atlanta crew? Um, most of the people in Atlanta, I kind of already knew in a way. Okay. Like, because like, you're a celebrity. Like, well, I'm, <laughs> well, you know, hair flip <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm totally kidding i'm totally kidding but um but it was just like a matter of like actually like meeting them like i probably connected with them online but mm-hmm. hadn't really met them in person like um let me see cosmo is in my area you know yeah. i was able to like and like i met him like i think years ago i actually went into the shop to get like a jewelry change but but we only really can, we only really talk like on via Instagram and all that. So it was cool to actually meet him and connect with him in real life and all yeah. that. He's really cool. Um, I actually got a chance to, you know, talk to Miss Bethra, um, cool. actually meet her in person because I've been I've been talking to her on Instagram and all that. And I've been like dying to meet her. So like the fact I was I was able to meet her, I was like, oh, my God, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bethra's pretty awesome. I liked seeing yeah. her. Um, I liked seeing her jewelry display company at the at the expo. I'm not the, uh, yeah, I like, I like seeing her like jewelry displays at Expo. Really cool. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, really cool little stuff. I saw that too. Um, but yeah, those are, um, those are pretty much the people. And then, of course, I met Christina mm-hmm. uh, from Piercing Experience. Uh, she was really nice. And of course, you know, it's always good to see you there, you know. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not forcing, I'm not forcing you to say that, but thank you. Right. <laughs> Y'all, he didn't force me to say that. I said that on my own. <laughs> well, it was cool own. having you come out to my um, my seminar, too. You know, like uh, I knew that Atlanta was really close and, um, uh, you know, it, it was really easy for some people to get to Chattanooga. So, like, I, I, I wanted to, you know, get you to the seminar, too, and see you there. Yeah. Thanks again for that. That oh, was um yeah, I had a lot. Of, I had a lot of fun at that class. It was like you know, spending the day in Chattanooga. I, I, I haven't been to Chattanooga in a minute either. So that that was a lot of fun. And you know, the class itself was fun. You know, hands on. That that was really cool. You know, learning like you know with the banana peel and all that. And I had never taken a class like that before. Yeah. So it was, it was definitely, it was definitely an experience as well. It was like a mini, like like kind of gave me a taste of how like the conference was going to be. So I was all for it. I rip off a lot of my ideas from the APP conference. Um, you know, I've, I've been to so many classes over so many years that you can't help but like get a sense of like what works and what doesn't work in a class. So a lot of the right. stuff that I do in my classes are, you know, little things that I kind of picked up along the way by, you know, by going to conference, really. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, something else I want to talk to you about really quick is um, huh? your your TikTok page, because like I still don't I, I don't know if this is just because I'm like I'm an old guy, but like I still <laughs> don't get it with TikTok. Like I want to get on TikTok, but I just don't have the energy for TikTok. So what what's that like for you? <laughs> um, well, also, I want to go back to that because I think I didn't tell you all the right name for my TikTok. It's hey, it's Royce underscore. But okay. I'll tell you all that later on. But um, it's just it's something I started like, and, you know, you're not the only person to say that. Like people, people my age, like say the same thing. They're like, I don't get it. <laughs> it's um, something I kind of started when the lockdown happened. Yeah. Like I kind of heard little like whispers about TikTok a little bit before that. And I kind of made like an account to like see like the videos and stuff. But during the lockdown, you know, we had more time on our hands. So so that's when I started kind of making like little videos and all that stuff and kind of kind of slowly learning how to do all of that, too. So that's 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 how I got started with that. Yeah, that's cool. Um you know, maybe one day I'll get it on. I keep trying to talk Lola into it because she does like all the social media videos with her hair and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I, I don't think she gets it either because like we're, we're boring. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's really it's really easy to figure out and all that. And of course, you know, I can help you with stuff if you want to do it. But, you know, it's really easy to do. Like I'm still. I'm still kind of learning. I'm going to start doing more stuff like with my piercing and all that. Cause now it's just like, you know, me being silly and doing skits and, you know, twerking, you know, well, you have a lot of charisma, you know? <laughs> so I, I think people re- will respond to that. And if you have like a, a message for a business too, you know, something like piercing for education or just for like entertainment or whatever, like you're really charismatic. So I think that would be fun for people. Oh yeah. Yeah. I hope, I hope so. Cause like, you know, I love to, you know, entertain and all that. I actually, Oh, like I was so I was we you know we were so busy like I actually wanted to do a TikTok with you but that never happened but well next year next year you know yeah next year I gotta bring I got my you. wizard just... robe back I completely forgot that yes. like I bought like a goddamn purple velvet wizard robe until like almost the end of conference and I was like oh shit I should probably like actually wear this stupid thing yeah I I'll never forget like I think a a class had just ended and then all of a sudden I see this purple robe or whatever, like walk in and I'm like, who is that? Oh, the Pearson wizard. Yep. <laughs> Trademark. Tra- exactly. <laughs> so um, anything else on your mind for, for conference or otherwise? Oh, really? I think we kind of got it all, but um, how, how was, how was this year for you? I know, I know also it was really cool because Cause you know, because of the whole pandemic, the conference has been canceled for like two, three years of it. Yeah. The last one was 2019. Yeah. Yeah. So because of that, like, you know, it, it's been canceled. So this was like the first year it came back. So, um, I was really excited about, um, actually coming back to do coming in to do that. Cause I know everybody was going to be like super excited about coming back and, uh, seeing everybody again that I haven't seen in a while and all that. So how was that for you? I mean, it was, it was really cool, but, um, you know, conference changed a lot because of the pandemic, but I, I also kind of felt like, I don't know how to describe it. Like if you have a lot of social contact or or something at at home, I'm, I, I get social contact like at work, you know, I don't really go out a lot otherwise. So when I was in conference, 
I had this kind of like, you know, you always have that little bit of imposter syndrome for like, you know, am I good enough to be in these classes or in conference or whatever? But I also had that kind of imposter syndrome with like the social interactions of like, I haven't talked to this person in three years. Are they even going to like want to say hi? So I, I felt a little bit like almost nervous getting back into some of the social aspects of it. But it was great mm-hmm. to see people, but I definitely felt myself just kind of talking to the same four or five people over and over again, the people that I knew a little bit better than just kind of like starting conversations with people I didn't really know. So it was a little bit different for me this year. Uh, I got you. I, I understand that. That, that, makes, that makes sense. I understand yeah. that. It was really cool, though. You know, like I got to see some people that like like you said, I've only interacted with them online. So being able to kind of like actually talk to them, um, you know, having people come up to my, my booth at Expo was really cool. There are certain names that like, you know, I saw online through the whole pandemic where you kind of feel like, you know, somebody a little bit, but it, getting to actually like mm-hmm. meet them and be like, oh, you're this person. I follow your your Instagram or whatever. It was it was cool meeting those people. Right. Right. Yeah. Same here. There was a lot of. Yeah, there was even like a few people that I um that I that I was excited to meet like in person that I've been interacting with online, you know. Mm-hmm. So that that it was cool to meet all of them. All right. Well, um, I think this is probably a good place to to wrap it up. So thanks for chatting with me. And uh, if you know, if you ever want to come back on, just let me know. And um for the the people listening, so you know, who are you, where you working, and then what's your uh what's your TikTok, what's your other social media? Of course. Um, so again, my name is Royce Green. Royce like Rolls Royce, green like the color. And um, I work at, I am the shop manager and one of the piercers at Terminus City Tattoo in Duluth, Georgia. And my Instagram is Rolls Royce 09. And my TikTok is Hey, it's Royce underscore. Give me a follow. Mm. Reach out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thanks for talking to me, Royce. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for having me, Ryan. This has been great. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks for coming on. Um, and before I forget too, if you have maybe like a couple of different photos of yourself that you like, go ahead and send those to me on like Instagram or email and I'll use one of them for the uh, the cover picture. Okay, awesome. There is one picture with me and you that I think we should use. Totally. <laughs> you know which one yeah. I'm talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> yes, so I'm gonna send that to you after this. All right, sounds good. All right, thanks, Ryan. All right, talk to you later, Royce. All right, talk to you later. All right. Thanks for talking to me, Royce. I really appreciate it. And if you're not already following Royce on Instagram and TikTok, give him a follow. It's really good content. Uh, If you are interested in signing up for my classes, go to ryanpba.com. You can check out the uh, Sunday, August 14th webinar on Bevel Theory and the live day of classes, Monday, September 5th in the Chicago area. And don't forget, I've got that new video all about VCH piercings, vertical clitoral hood piercings, available for you now at patreon.com slash ryanpba. Make sure you come back next week, and I'm going to have that interview with Brian Skelly, and we'll be talking in-depth all about uh, mill certificates and jewelry certification, a couple other different issues about jewelry quality. So thanks for listening, and come back for more. For more information about the show, visit piercingwizardpodcast.com or like Piercing Wizard Podcast on Facebook. For more info about your host, visit precisionbodyarts.com or search Ryan PBA on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. If you enjoy the show, you can subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Music by Benny B. Blanco. Show copyright 2017, Precision Body Arts, LLC. All rights reserved. <laughs>